Welcome to the Do Less Podcast. I'm Jake Velasquez. I'm Mike Bermonte. Ah, uh, well, I just got back from Atlanta, straight off the plane. This week, I'm getting off the plane, coming straight to the podcast. Last week, Mike got off the plane, came straight to the podcast. I mean, we're beaten down. Listen, traveling sucks. It's not ideal. No, it's not. And it's it's funny to think that like the holy grail for our comedy careers is having to do this every week. Because right. Because it's not enjoyable. <laughs> uh, I might be out. <laughs> <laughs> After like a couple weekends on the road, I'm like, I don't know if I could put my body through this. Yeah, I think once you do it enough, you probably find the groove of like, or you know what it also is? There's also this thing where it's like, I don't travel enough that when I do travel, I'm sort of like, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to eat shitty because it's, you know, I'm on vacation. We're not built for travel. You have to almost have to like, it's like being in basketball shape. The only way you could be in basketball shape is to play basketball. Yeah, you got to do it every day. So now I'm just going to start, you know. I'm going to pack a bag every morning and unpack every night. <laughs> <laughs> you have to train for traveling. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of, I mean, let's give a good example. I was mentioning this to you mm-hmm. on my flight. Legendary comedian Dave Attell. I saw him. Yeah. He had a bag that was, I had a, a suitcase and a backpack. You're bringing your entire closet with you. I was gone you. for two days. Yeah. Everything you own is coming with you. He had the bag. I mean, it was like barely bigger than a grocery bag. <laughs> the guy's probably got a pack of smokes and a shirt and that's all he that's needed. all he, but that is he's a pro that is all you do need yeah it's all you it, need we think that we need like everything that I'm we bringing own equipment we're bringing equipment we're <laughs> bringing we're bringing camera, all our laptop. assets yeah. i got i got 10 outfit changes <laughs> i got like three pairs of sneakers you know and that's what makes it even more stressful because like you're walking around i can't i got so i got a suitcase i'm rolling yep. through the cities yep. and i got a massive backpack that does it looks like i got you know, like looks like I'm seven, a seventh grader with all my textbooks in there. And then I, I end up spending, I lose a boatload of money because I have so much stuff that I'm like, all right, well, I need to cab. Yeah, you got a cab everywhere. It's a nice hotel. Uber everywhere. I need this stuff to be safe. Yeah. So I need a nice hotel to. So no, but if you have nothing, you could stay at a cheap hotel, and you could take a train or something. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, could so. you could walk. You could take the bus. Right, right. There's. Who cares? You have to travel. Do light travel less? Yeah. With less? Right. But I'm I'm kind of a I kind of need a lot. <laughs> I need a, <laughs> at least I've is, convinced myself that I've needed a lot. The thing is, but that's what I'm saying. I think we and like you said, we need to be in travel shape. Yeah. So I think with time will come more experience and we'll know what we actually need. Yeah. But right now, I don't feel comfortable being away unless I have all my stuff with me. I agree, but I also like being clean. You know, I like yeah. having like changes of clothes yep and you know you want to bring your laptop and whatever because you got to feel connected but you got the way to do it is just be off the grid you know flip phone yep pack of cigarettes and like a a dip passport with a different identity yeah yeah (laughs) cash only and cash cash only no cards no cards cash only (laughs) Uh, you got a wad in your pocket but but this is another thing that also adds a layer of complexity for our packing is that we talked about this you got to throw steel on the road you have to you have to feel good right because you don't feel good it wears you down so to kind of bounce back before the big show you gotta you gotta exercise we're throwing so now you need an extra change of clothes for the night but also gym clothes well that's the thing too and then you start so and you have three the, outfits per day yeah and then you have the <laughs> gym clothes and then those are all sweaty and gross and then yeah. you got to figure out how to allocate those into the suitcase or you got to do laundry at the hotel right you know but Which, yeah i mean if you're doing I laundry mean, at the hotel you over you over <laughs> i did laundry at the hotel this past <laughs> <Ask> week <your laughs> <laughs> or no, maybe that's actually a sign of underpacking. What you should really but should I do didn't is just want, bring one I didn't outfit. Want, I didn't want like three p- 
pairs of like soaked, sweaty clothes like in my bag. Right. That right. ruins everything else. Sure, sure. But Attell's not going to the gym. He's not throwing steel. You don't know. He might be. He could the be. The guy does like jujitsu or ju- something. That's yeah. true. He's uh, probably just smoking a cigarette doing jujitsu in the yeah, outfit he performs at the same time, in. Yeah, as yeah. he's grappling. He's just... Yeah. <laughs> but no, I threw steel in Austin. Uh, I mean, the amount of steel I threw at the Equinox Austin shouldn't be allowed in some states. It should be illegal. <laughs> but if in any state it's allowed, it's, you're like, not, it's you're, Texas. Any, <laughs> any 45-pound plate across the country is not safe. No, no, no. I mean, st- there's no limits to the steel you could be that could be tossed in uh, Texas. Everything's bigger. In Manly State yeah. or uh, Pittsburgh because steel town. Everything's <laughs> bigger in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, it, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. It's 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 tough to like kind of figure out what you need, but I, I think you know you're overpacking when you have more shoes than days you're there. Right. And I do that almost consistently. Well, that's like, the I was other... gone for two days. I had three pairs of shoes. Well, that's the other thing. I, I I might just need to get a pair of sneakers that's multifunctional. Right. All birds are good travel kick. Yeah, but they're not. They're not. They're not enough for stage presence. And you can't so, exercise. And though. you can't exercise. They it. actually have no purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I'm bringing, like, I'm bringing, uh, you know, sneakers for the stage, and sneakers to work out in, and that's probably it. By two pairs. Two pairs is fine. But I had, I had like a third component to this last trip. I had to bring like business wingtips because i had to go to a work conference in between some ah. some traveling so that was a that was a mess well you went on a trip from a trip yeah i went on a trip from a yeah, trip you you were really on the i road. packed for a week yeah you were gone yeah, yeah you were in two different states two different cities yeah so you had a, a crazy run here. yeah it was disaster and then you get back for the marquee event of 2022 which We'll get into in a second. Yeah. Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah. But then the next day you go away again. Yeah. Atlantic City. Atlantic I don't City. actually live here. Yeah. You're just paying rent. Yeah. I just pay rent here, <laughs> which is the worst thing you can do as a New York City resident is just pay rent to not be here. Well, at New all. York is the most expensive city and it's you're only incurring the expense and reaping none of the. That's rewards. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like the only reason you're here is to live in New York. And the only reason I'm in New York is to pay rent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, New York is just an expense. It's just in the in the ledger for you. That's what it is. But yeah, yeah you said like the best part of uh, you said a tweet or something. Best part of like being this living in New York is you could just tell people you live in New York. Great tweet. It's not a big deal or anything. But, but that's why that's why I do it. Well, it's true. Uh, so yeah, I'm from New York. I don't want to make this a whole bit now, but like the uh, that's always been the case because even if you go overseas and you yeah. say you're from New York, you get so much respect. Right. Like people. It doesn't matter what the country is. You get so much respect for being from New York, but being here sucks. That's why you pay. But when you're somewhere else, you make it seem like it's the best. You're like, ah, I'm from New York. Oh, people, yeah. People could could never live anywhere else. Right, right. Yeah, but yeah. then when you're here, it's like this place is a shithole. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Yeah. I also yeah. noticed this real quick. Uh, a lot of people say New Yorkers are mean, and I don't think that's true. I think we are nice. But mm-hmm. in the South, there's like another level of kindness. So like here... If someone comes on vacation, we'll give you like a list of things you should do mm-hmm. because we want to show off the city. Mm-hmm. But whenever I go to a city in the South, this happened to me in Austin and Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They started telling me the neighborhoods I should move to. Well, that's Southern <laughs> like hospi- that's Southern hospitality. That is a name for a reason. But it's weird that it's like, I think we don't want anyone to live here. We just want people to think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. But in other cities, they're like, well, we don't care what you think as long as you live here. Right, they're welcoming you to yeah. the town. We're like, stay out of here. Yeah, stay out of here. Yeah, yeah. But if you come, these are the things you should do because it's the best city, but it's really not. Right. Yeah. No, well, when we're all here, we hate it 
to each other, but then when we're on the outside, yeah, we're just always we're bragging about it. People that don't live here that it's the best city. Yeah, while we tell ourselves how shitty it is. Yeah, yeah, it's classic. <laughs> That's <laughs> the New York way. Um, um, so I did come back. I got back Thursday. You know, t- like I went to JFK International Airport. It's not a big deal. <laughs> but I had, it's, it's an international airport and there's a lot going on took like an hour to get back to my apartment and then i had about a half hour to reset and then you picked me up you got with your new car and we went to maniscalco at barclay center which feels like we've been waiting forever for we have been yeah we bought these tickets like a year ago yeah it kept getting canceled because of covid uh, which is a fake illness, and <laughs> <laughs> especially in hindsight. But uh, we, so we go to, well, this is the thing. We go to Sebastian. We get to Brooklyn. Yep. Bumper to bumper traffic. Bumper to bumper. We left an hour early. We started thinking we're going to miss this thing. Yeah, it's we're, we're 15 minutes to 7 o'clock. Yeah, show show's time. supposed to start at seven. It really we know it's not going to start yeah. at seven, but the doors open at seven. Right. So we're bumper to bumper traffic. Now I'm start starting to stress. I'm like, there's no way we're going to find parking. I mean, yeah. this place is a madhouse. Yeah. But every Thursday night, I have a show at Eastville. There's always parking there. I'm like, let's check it out. It's only a block away. Right. We go there after waiting in traffic for about over a half hour. Mm-hmm. We get there. Spot opens up immediately. Well, we clocked uh, a woman that was going to. She had her lights on, so we thought she might be leaving. Yep, and she was. And she was, and she was beautiful. Was and she? I don't really remember. Yeah. I, was, I, was I think she's the woman in my dream. She pulled away, and I'll never see her again. <laughs> I was too attracted to the spot. <laughs> I didn't even notice her as a person. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's out of our lives forever. But yeah. she get, did give us that spot. Yeah, so she's an angel, and yeah. uh, we got the spot. It was almost immediately. It was only a block away from the Barclays, so it kind yeah. of worked out. So we were running late, but then all of a sudden, this opened up. It was like, And then we had too this. much time on our hands. Then we had too much time. Uh but then, you know, we go to Barclays, we see Sebastian. It was a religious experience. It I mean, it's make, everything we wanted it to be and more. Yeah, it was. It exceeded. We, our expectations have been so high. We've mentioned it on this pod for like six months now. Right. And it exceeded expectations. So here's the thing. It's Let's set the stage, right? There's It's a sold out arena, Barclays Center, 20, Brooklyn, New York, 20,000 people sold out. A lot of families lot of the different all ages there, right? All ages, all ethnicities. All ethnicities, ethnicities, diverse. Very diverse. A lot of Italians, but but also diverse. Very diverse, 98% Italian. And I when I was so before he gets out on stage, right, there's like a trailer and it's like this is a show, right? Where the, like this thing, he there's there's smoke everywhere, there's pyrotechnics. He comes out in a sparkly jacket and it's like it's like a boxer that came out for for a prize fight. Well, I saw that Andrew Schultz actually did the boxer move. He had Bruce Buffer bring yeah. him up on stage. This was very similar, though. Yeah, yeah. This was almost the exact same thing. The pre, uh, I don't even know what you call it. There's like a little video up right. on the screen. Yeah, yeah. It was like, the, yeah, before he comes out. And the way it was cut up, it was just like, it was, uh, I, I mean, it was almost as good as the show You're itself. like, he's, it was like the guy with the deep voice, and it's like, you've never seen anything like this yeah, before. The biggest comedian yeah. of our age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just him cutting, and it's like him on shows. Yeah, and, like, yeah. and it's all these, like, yeah, it's just. It's like graphics. him on the Today Show, but then him, you know, like, uh, like everything, he's like just the biggest oh, comedy. And the best yeah. is then clips of him in, uh, what was that movie called again? Come on. The, uh. Um, the one that just came out. By yeah, Martin yeah. Scorsese. 
Right, it's uh, Irishman. Is that what it's called? The Irishman? Irishman? Yeah, all right. So uh, the Irishman, yeah. then it's he's like with, the Irishman. He's like, he's acting with De Niro and, and Pacino like and Pesci. Line, it, like, it's silent. He, you hear his line, and it goes back. It's like... In his line, <laughs> in his line is like... <laughs> I'm acting out so hard. In his line is like, oh, we're family. <laughs> Everything was so Italian. Yeah. And it's then like, he comes through the crowd, which I like. That's a good move. Yeah, he came through the he crowd. He came through the crowd. He's dapping people on the oh. way on the way to the to the stage and then the stage is a circular stage right because you have to because you think about it like this is a different environment than just a stage where you're just facing the audience he's literally surrounded by audience in a 360 you know situation here yeah so like so you're on a circular stage and the guy's obviously going to play with the stage but he gets on stage he's like brooklyn good to be here and uh and it was incredible. It was incredible. There's one thing he did that I w- it was I've never seen this before in my life, and I'm t- I've mentioned it to everyone when we've talked to. Yeah, he was doing crowd work in an arena, which is already unfathomable to me. Right. But then he was having uh, whoever was running the video camera throw the people up on the screen. Yeah. So he's like roasting some Italian guys for their boots. Right. And then you see the boots on the camera. Right. So it was amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. Was, he was just playing with the equipment. You know? Oh yeah, he's yeah, he's incorporating <laughs> equipment into into the act. Yeah, it was incredible. That one guy who was like, these are my guys right here, like the Italian yeah, guys. Yeah. It was a couple Guido guys. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, look at this guy, fucking scoop neck. <laughs> yeah, scoop neck chain. He's like, the the, standing up. yeah, he's yeah. like the confidence on this guy. <laughs> but one of the things that warms yeah. my heart is, I don't know if you can, I'm sure you have been following him on Instagram and everything. He's just having the time of his life in New York. And every day yeah. he's Instagramming a new thing. Like he goes to Lucali's. Yeah, yeah. He Instagrams that. He has a whole thing about it. Then he goes to the 9-11 memorial. Whole right. thing about that, that, that. He's just having... And he, he gave us a big... Sh- not us. <laughs> the, no, he gave us fog. He gave us a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> he gave New York a big shout-out during his show. They, he ended it with a very touching yeah, moment. Yeah, very touching message to yeah. New York and just how much it means to him to do shows there because the yeah. pandemic and a lot of love. But it was yeah. it was very heartfelt and it felt great. And he so he opens up with like five minutes on getting his vaccine at Walgreens. Oh, and he's like, got my vaccine. Well, let's not spoil it. Yeah, yeah. You, but you guys got to hear it. Dude, we got the guy organizing Gatorade jabbing people. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was incredible. Yeah, no, it was... Uh, well, the opening thing, the first five minutes was really... And it was cracking us up because we had a whole group chat with our crew that was coming. Yeah, yeah. We're all arguing about like how we're going to get there. Right, and right. And the first thing out of his mouth is like, I know it's tough to get out here. It's an early show. Yeah. On a weekday, you guys were probably all arguing on the way over. And he starts <laughs> simulating arguments. I'm like, this is exactly what we just did. Yeah, I know. The guy's He's... just a pro. He knows how it works. I've never seen anybody so comfortable in an arena. On In an <laughs> arena. I've never seen so somebody so comfortable anywhere in any setting in life and he's performing in an arena in front of 20,000 people. I know, it's incredible. And the the every every bit there's an act out, there's a physical component or there's a voice. The guy has all the tools in the toolbox, toolbox. Yep. And then he he just dest- I mean he destroyed for an hour straight. Yeah, I would say towards the end People he were getting tired, but he's still killing. Tired. He was still killing. Um, I mean, he probably did like an hour 15. I he, think did, he did an hour he, 15. He did a little too much. And then he, you know, he had the heartfelt message at the end. It was a nice sign off too. The thing that cracked me up the most though is so at the end, I guess what he says is like he wants to send these pictures of his arena tour back to his family. Yeah. Because they can't be there with him. Right. So he has everyone take out their phones, put their flashlights on, and he takes these pictures. It's for it's Instagram. It's not a spoiler. You're you've seen it on his Instagram already. Yeah. The funny thing is though, it was just it felt very much like a dad 
taking Instagram pictures because he was like, he takes the picture and he's like, all right, all right, get this angle. And then he does another <laughs> angle and then he did like three different angles and we're all just collectively 20,000 people in the arena just waiting for him right. to capture these photos. And I thought that was actually one of my favorite parts. That's true. Funny. That's a nice way to bring people into the whole thing though. No, it's great. Yeah, yeah. He, he did a better job of bringing audience into the show than anybody I've ever seen do in an arena because he was literally... He had the audience up on the screen. No one's ever done that before. Right. At least that I've seen. I've Yeah. I, I saw... I've only seen him do it because I saw him do it in a very small theater. You know, maybe like a couple thousand people there. Uh, but he did it there too. But uh, yeah, it's a good... Uh, he invented it. He invented it. Yeah, the guys... The guys and I was watching him. the big screen the whole time because we're, you know, we're on second level. We could see him and it's just like a little man... Twinkle toes on the stage yeah. down there. It's but you want to watch them on the big screen so you can see everything. But well, it's just like in like in like what you said is like you're there because so you can enjoy it live with twenty thousand people. Well, it's totally yeah. Even though you're th- watching it on a screen, it's very different than watching it on TV. Yeah, you're in the room. You're in the room. You're you're part of the experience. But it was just it almost feels unless you have really good seats and you could see him. It almost like being how far back we were. Yeah, looking at just him almost feels silly. It's it's it interesting. Looks silly. It looks silly. Yeah. It's this little guy just performing to twenty thousand people, and he's just running around the stage. And you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> But then you watch it on screen, it's like normal. Yeah, or if yeah, you had yeah. good seats you, and you could see them, it's probably normal. Yeah. But when you're back where we are watching it, it, it looks silly. That would be hilarious <laughs> if there was no big screen. I don't think, no it, screen, I don't think be, you could do it without a big screen. No, you couldn't. It yeah. would be an insane thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see what's going on. No clue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's what it's all about. But it was, it was great. It was really great. Yeah, um, no, it was awesome. Yeah, so he's now like the fourth person I've seen in an arena, and he's potentially the best. But they've all been great. Well, any comic doing an arena, usually. I mean, it's so it's I don't know how it's it's an incredible thing, and he puts on a performance, and it's an it's a crazy thing to do with just yourself and a microphone. But the guy, he puts on a show. Well, the best part of it of the night, really, well, not the best part, but like the funny thing to me was then after the show. You know, I had that show at Eastville, so we go to Eastville. Yeah. There's seven people in the crowd. I don't right. even think there were seven. Yeah, right. And then me and you performed for seven people. Right. Well, it was, well, it was a <laughs> bit of a different setting. <laughs> and it was like the spectrum of comedy. It almost seems like an unattainable goal where he's at. I'm like, I can't even see the path there because we're performing for seven people yeah, for, no, for 10 I, minutes. But I just like, you see what he does, and I'm like, I don't, just in terms of like how he performs, and I know everybody's different. I know everybody's different in terms of their skill set and everything. But I'm like, in order to perform for an arena, you really gotta put on a show. And I just don't know that I. I would like to, you know, have that in me where this guy is nimble. All right. Oh yeah. And he's. Uh, I just don't know if I got that in me to be that performative. Well, you don't need to be. But then, any, but then, but then I'm not think, selling out Barclays Center. I so. don't think any. No, but there's people that sell out Bar that have sold out arenas that aren't nearly as performative, like Bill Burr, for example. Yeah, but he takes over the room in a different sure, ways. Sure. Yeah, but he's been doing it for twenty to thirty years. Listen, if you're not selling out Barclays, what's the point of all this? That's true. Well, it did give me, because like I'm very much, you know, at least in my mind, I want to do well. But yeah, when I talk to People, I always say, like, ah, the highest level I would care to get to is just, like, performing at every club in New York. Mm-hmm. But there was an inspiration post-Sebastian to be, like, 
Well, this would be pretty cool, though. Well, do you think he even, <laughs> yeah. like, comes... He doesn't even, like, go to the cellar. Like, it's not big enough for him. Like, he has to go to arenas. Well, he goes to the comedy store. Yeah, but that's the, the only, that's the only place he'll go that's, like, less than... I'm sure he does some of the Chicago clubs, too. Yeah, I'd, yeah, okay. But, like, it's just He's funny that... he cell. Funny that he comes <laughs> in town and he does, he does four arenas. He's like, yeah. I'm not going to go hit the local clubs in New York. Well, I need... we'll see about tonight, though. Because his opener is at one of the clubs tonight. If he goes to the stand, it would be unbelievable. I might have to go just to see if he shows. I don't up. even know what it'd be like in a club environment. It'd probably be amazing. I mean, what are they going to have? Like he, 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 this guy travels around in a police escort. Okay, he's the, <laughs> he's bigger than the Pope. Like you can't, you can't just be going to a club. You know, I know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just funny to think about. It'd be hilarious if we saw him in there. If we like saw him through the glass in the stand, and he's just like, you know. Eating pizza? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, he's on stage, and he's just, like, doing the wheelchair bit on stage. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Imagine just bombing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't happen. But yeah, no, no. He's above the bomb. He's above the bomb. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that was definitely... It's hard to top that. Yeah. Um, But that was... The, so that was the highlight of our week. Then I went to Atlanta. Mike was in AC. Um, yeah. Both... Not great places. <laughs> I mean, no, they're not uh, ideal. Fun shows, but great shows. At least that you know, the AC was a great show, very cool venue. There was like 150, 60 people there, and it's like a cool little stage. So you know, I did a little, I did a little walking back and forth, like three steps in either direction. And I basically felt like Maniscalco. <laughs> <laughs> I did a little. I did yeah, a little. I did rock. a light rock. Yeah, you're a pebble. I did a pebble. Yeah, you're Mike Pebble. Uh, yeah, I did my yeah. Mike Pebble. Well, you've always been part of the rock family. That's so true. Starting to rub off on you. Right. So I was Mike Pebble up there, you know, pacing <laughs> a little back and back and back and forth. A very fun show. Yeah. Um. You know, but again, it's exhausting. It's up and back in one night. It's like two and a half hours each way. Right. And uh, so that was last night, and. So you were in Atlanta, World Series of Comedy. Did we did we take home the trophy? We didn't take. Home Are we the World trophy. Series champions? Oh, we're not World Series champions. But you came uh, in. For, the only thing I saw is like you came in first place in one of the rounds. Yeah, first round they came in first. Let the room on fire. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Then, uh, for whatever reason, even though I won, I somehow didn't get to pick my spot. So winners supposed to pick their spot. Yeah. But for whatever reason, they just didn't let me do it. Right. So I took the bullet for the next show. Also burnt the place down, but I think by the time the show was over, I was forgotten about. Yeah, it was done. <laughs> uh, but it went really well. Uh, there'll be a tape to come from it, and uh, it was definitely a cool club. It was one of these uh, – I mentioned this to you before. The club was like you have to go into a diner, right? and then you go into a room from the diner, and that's 99% of clubs in New York are just rooms that businesses don't want anymore, so they turn it into a comedy Well, club. I think like that's pretty much comedy across the country is they're all in like strip malls. It's like strip... Well, strip mall is even above what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's like... That's what I'm saying. We're so far from arenas because we're not even at strip mall club yet. No, no. We're still at like... Strip mall club is like you're, you're doing well. <laughs> that's what I'm... Just, oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're doing strip mall clubs, you're a headlining comedy. You're a headlining comedy. Potentially making lots of money. Yeah. If you're, we're not. If you're going through a cheesecake factory to get to, if you're going through a cheese factory, cheesecake factory to get to the stage, like you're a millionaire. You're, yeah, you're killing it. <laughs> yeah. We're 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 bar room comics on yeah. our best days. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, and that's what that's what this kind of was. But what was kind of cool about it is like the ultimate comedian experience because mm-hmm. after shows, classically, yep. comics go to the diner. Right. And here, the diner is in the club. So you go to the club. Killing two birds with one eat. stone. I, I was eating French. I got French toast three times. That's probably why you feel like shit. 
Oh, it's so good though. <laughs> when you here's the thing is when you travel, you do eat terribly. Yeah. I so like that's part of the reason why you're not feeling good, and oh, it's yeah. hard to eat well on the road. But like, that's part of training for the road. Here is you gotta treat your body a little bit better than I, I French simply, toast for every meal. I simply don't know. Well, I have a mix of. If I go somewhere, I want to eat the local fare. Right. But a lot of the our country, the local fare is fast food. True. It just might be a unique, like you go to Austin, mm-hmm. there's a lot of these like fast food spots you've never had. Yeah. That's what I eat. I mean, that's true. I mean, I get <laughs> dessert after every meal because I'm like, well, I have to try the vegan dessert here. Oh, of course. So, and I'm, my name is getting slandered in the streets by our friends saying like, I'm the, the most unhealthy, I'm, the, I'm un- the unhealthiest vegan there is out there. You are the unhealthiest vegan. I'm no, no. <laughs> I'm, bl- yeah. Our, well, yeah, I might be. Well, he's a vegetarian. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, There's it, way unhealthier vegetarians. The reason that I'm mad at it is because it's probably true. All right, but it there's hurts. not many unhealthy vegans. I've never met an unhealthy. vegan. I don't think I'm unhealthy. You're not unhealthy. But it's saying the unhealthiest but, vegan is like saying like you know, you know the the worst player in the NBA. I guess that sucks at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess it's a fair fair analogy. You, you yeah. know, I, I don't know. It's like saying the gayest coxman. Right, right. Some, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the analogy I was looking for. <laughs> what is that? That's the analogy I was looking yeah, for. I don't know if that even works. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Or woman, I don't know. Uh, it it doesn't is, matter. But, uh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the eating is tough, um, especially because most of the country is – Riddled with awful food. I mean, it's riddled with food dude, and it's meat everywhere. The weight problem is it's palpable. It's meat and dairy across the country, and no exercise. No Th- exercise. That's I what went it to is. The gym in the hotel I was staying at about as vacant of a, a room as I've ever been in. Right. I've asked some people on stage if because I have a bit about workout classes. If they, if I go, do you guys take workout classes? And they look at me like I have five heads. it's such a like a foreign concept to them i mean even the equinox in austin i don't know what your experience was but i went there it's like there's one equinox in the whole city right and it was empty Uh, there's people there oh maybe i just went off hours that's why i I want off hours is the time to go i mean i thought it was like a pretty much like a a new york i mean it wasn't like one of our destination locations but it was nothing is but (laughs) uh, (laughs) but that's the only other reason to be in new york is to go to an equinox well, yeah. <laughs> That's a good People point. are like, oh, yeah, these guys are out of touch. You know, they're talking about Equinox Steam Room. Listen, it's an oasis. It's right? an oasis. And that's why I'm here. You know what I noticed also? It's going back to the people saying you should move to the South. <laughs> I think that's a way for them to kind of shit on New York. Because the way the guy was selling me on the South, he was like, it's so clean here. Right, right. I'm like, so? Yeah, yeah. What are you saying? My city's dirty? Yeah, yeah. That's what it he's is. saying. It is. Yeah, there's <laughs> Below garbage. Below 14th Street, though. There's not above 59th. There's garbage everywhere. <laughs> not where I live. Right. I live in the nice part. Well, downtown Manhattan, Manhattan is the worst place on earth. It really is, though. Yeah, if you get into the Lower, lower East Side, East Village, you couldn't pay me to live there. Did I talk about the homeless guy getting on stage on our last pod? No, no. no. Should I talk about the homeless guy getting on stage? I won't say the venue, because I don't want to say No, so you can sure. But I did a show. Yeah. We had a show, and... Uh, I'm outside. Mm-hmm. Homeless guy's telling me he's gonna, you know, kill that he kills people, and the usual for some reason, me and Mike attract these people that <laughs> just want to threaten us and tell us that we'll, you know, you know, right. lock your doors tonight, sleep with one eye open. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, well, every time I we're don't on know the what su- it is about every time us, we're but... on the subway from the J train, which I tell you, I never want to take the. J train. Well, I got train. a car, and I'm never taking that train again. Yeah, so yeah. it's fine. 
Right. Uh, I'm saying, no, I'm just saying every single time we take the J train, our lives are, you know, on the verge of, uh, we're going to get in a fight with somebody for just walking <laughs> on the train. I'm just, you mean just mug. Like yeah, I'm yeah. not throwing hands with these people cause I don't want to touch them. Right. Uh, well, <laughs> that seems a little much, but, but uh, <laughs> no, this guy's telling me that he kills. Pe- I'm not touching murderers. All right. And this guy's telling me he kills. Right. Well, you don't want to instigate that I'm gonna anything. Be <laughs> you're next whatever so i'm like all right i'm going inside yeah, yeah. So i go inside then i turn around guys in the venue because whoever let him in yeah yeah so then i go to tell the venue owner get upstairs guys on stage yeah now the audience is the guys, on, the guys on stage first of all we gave half the people free tickets yeah yeah because we weren't selling mm-hmm. now the audience is like these this is why the tickets were free no it's not because they're letting but that's in, what's probably going on in their head. They let anybody off the street come yeah, in and yeah. perform. They're free tickets because they have homeless people performing to us. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, "What the hell's going on?" Half the room leaves as they should because mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to happen. Cops eventually come to get this guy out because there's no bouncer at this place, and it was it was sort of sort of a rocky situation. Yeah, I mean it's not great. But that's downtown Manhattan. But that's downtown yeah. Manhattan. And that's not. And I, t- I, you know, it's bad when you tell people that spend a lot of their time in downtown Manhattan and it doesn't come as a surprise. It yeah. Seems like, I mean, oh, yeah, that happened to us at this place. It's like, well, what's and is get it something? Do we think, I think it's happening more. Sure. It is the past year or so. I think it'll scale back because I think the city's kind of getting back to its former self. Right. But I think we're still sort of in that in between period. And so these people are feeling a little emboldened to, just jump on stage at a random show. <laughs> Let me ask you this, people. though. Was the guy funny? No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll say this. Yeah, yeah. He, he could have gone as long as... He he had he had time. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't afraid of the stage. Like He, he, was, could, he, he could be up there. Uh, whoever let him up said that they were giving him five, and it was about eight minutes, and there was no signs of stopping. So, so I think he has... He has material. He has material. <laughs> <laughs> the guy could go. I'll tell you that. Right, if right. If you're in a pinch and you need someone to fill time, he'll fill the time. He wasn't getting any laughs, gonna, though. No, he was getting no laughs. He was yeah. getting quite the opposite of laughs. I would say a nervous room, and everyone was kind of on edge. And Did anyone laugh to try to ease the tension? There was no laughing to ease the tension. There yeah. was some clapping, thinking that would get him off stage. Ah, uh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's that's always an interesting thing when there's no laughter, but there's applause breaks. Well, you this know, guy, he probably thinks he's getting... Oh, he thought he was the best. He thought he was... You he know, thought he was getting a standing ovation. Yeah, he thought he was like <laughs> Dane Cook or something. <laughs> <laughs> but it was... Yeah. <laughs> he thought he was playing an arena. Right, right, right. Like six people. He's going to tour side. arenas. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that was... That's what downtown Manhattan is right now. So we, Yeah, it's not great. It comes back, but... But uptown New, New York sucks. We love uptown. Well, yeah, right. It's an oasis. So the other thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, well, we're getting a little flack on Instagram for our bit about Zelensky, you know, generating buzz, uh, and he's going to release a Netflix special, and, you know, people are all sensitive, well, whatever. Well, let's you know. call a spade a spade. We said that yeah. over a month ago at this point, or about a month ago, Yeah, and he did release a Netflix show, so... Well, sorry for being. Well, correct. so he was in a sh- no. Well, so <laughs> <laughs> well he was in a show right where know, he played but president. On Netflix. But of course, Netflix is taking. This is just it's shows. Netflix is taking advantage of his being in the spotlight. I'm just saying, what is the? We were right. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> chill out. Yeah, that first of all, yes, chill out. Yeah. Second of all, okay, yeah, we're we're comparing you know Netflix specials to war. That's not. 
we're joking around. We're joking around. And also, if you listen to what we're saying, we're saying that we hope the Netflix special comes out post-peace. Yeah, we said post-peace. We said we want everything to work out. You know what? It didn't come out post-peace. Yeah. They didn't even wait. They didn't wait. They Netflix- released it because that's how on the ball we were. Yeah. So- <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, just, just, you know, that, just addressing that. But then yesterday, Sean, and there's been some talk of like Zelensky making an appearance at the Oscars via satellite or whatever. And Sean Penn was like, if he's not invited to the Oscars, I'm going to smelt my Oscar in public. And so I don't even know what that means. Well, I mean, why is why do they want him at the Oscars? Well, here's the other thing is like, doesn't this guy have other things to worry about? You're going to like he's dodging assassination attempts left and right. So you're well, going to pull him out of his bunker so he can address an award show. Well, that's how self-important Hollywood is. Yeah, they think they're so. They think that's the most important thing. They that's think, what, yeah. They think the the war will be solved by Zelensky doing an Oscar speech, right? Because that's the egos of that these people. Have. That's what it is. And Trump yeah. is like, my statement is going to save Ukraine, right? But nobody cares. You know no. who doesn't care? Vladimir Putin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to stop because Zelensky goes on the Oscars. No, it's we not. also know that it, we know it's horrible. It's the worst thing in the world. So what? He's going to get up on the there Oscars? and be like, no, no, well, yes, <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> but he's going to go on there and be like, oh, we need help. You know, like we know, like we know it's, it's well, the terrible. Thing, the thing is the Oscars are tonight. So, well, I guess we'll see if he's there. But so there's been like, also he should, if he's, I thought the whole reason, and I, I again, we're probably going to get a flag for this. I don't know if I'm wrong yeah. or right here, but I thought the whole reason he was getting praise is because he was offered, uh, safe passage out of the country. And he said no. And he said no, and he's stuck with his countrymen. Right. So now we're going to, we're saying he needs to, we, he should leave and do the, for the Oscars. It, it's ridiculous. Or like satellite <laughs> in, like, well, yeah, let's well, find, yeah, let's find sure. his location. Let's send him equipment. Let's I make think, sure we got all the signals cool. set up. I think up. that would be cool. Yeah, that's fine. I don't but think like, it's necessary, but I think it'd be cool. Yeah. All right. If he wants to do it, fine. But like, why is this all like, you know, it's, if he doesn't do this, then, the war is never going to be solved. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's just that's the ego. It's the of ego. Hollywood. It's like yeah, this yeah. is the most important stage. Yeah, there's he needs to perform. He needs to <laughs> like he should, they should just have him present like an obscure award or something like that. That would be hilarious. Yeah, I mean, if he's if he's if he's uh, presenting, you know, best sound mixer. I stand with whatever the man wants to do. I know. I'm just saying it seems a little conflicting that we were applauding him like a couple weeks ago for staying with Ukraine. And now we're saying we're going to melt Oscar awards (laughs) if he doesn't show up to do a speech. It seems Well, he's not going to show up, but they want him to satellite in. But even that, it's like, all right, if the guy wants to, but like, why (laughs) why are we making this all about that? He's a little busy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't want to reveal necessarily his location to anybody. Right, right, sure. Doesn't yeah. it seem riskier? Right. Yeah. So put him on screen and like have everybody see, you know, clues on where he is or whatever. Or yeah, interrupt the signal. Whatever. It's just stupid. It's just, honestly, I mean, if you want, again, it's a big stage. It's an opportunity to get a word out of whatever. If he wants to do it, I stand with the man. I, I like the cut of his jib. I like the guy. But uh, I don't like the idea that like there's pressure. He shouldn't have any pressure to do anything. Right. He has bigger fish to fry. That's <laughs> right what I'm now. saying. And uh, also, I don't think Hollywood should even be involved. And I actually think <laughs> he did decline it. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But was, he, <laughs> but now Penn's going to be melting Oscars in the street. Well, I don't understand Penn's position. I yeah, mean, yeah. Take a back seat, you know? 
do less. <laughs> Too bad you can't erase pen. You yeah. Know <laughs> Here's the thing: is like I know I'm not even like I'm not gonna watch the Oscars because I don't really care about it. But like there will be speeches where everyone gets up and wins their statue, and they're like, you know, we gotta, you know, support Ukraine. Every speech. Yeah. Every speech. And then you know, like, who's the guy last year? I mean, I'm a vegan. I he's getting up to there. And he's like, yeah, you know, when cows give birth to their calves, and then it's ripped. Yeah, yeah, and they're ripped from their mothers, and yeah, like, yeah. you know, all this. It's like, just accept the award, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, what are you talking about? Well, yeah, I don't think I would agree with this. I just want to make that very clear. I wouldn't agree with this, but I'd almost it would almost be interesting if someone got up there and they made a speech that was pro-Russian. <laughs> <laughs> just as like just because it would be such a curveball yeah that and no one would see it coming and it would almost just if it was a troll job even you know, right. just like a comedian just to like put everyone in check of who's like, yeah yeah w- is there any like prominent russian actors like who's the guy there's, there's definitely, yeah yeah like the definitely. from rounders um no he's John Malkovich? Yeah, Malkovich. No, that's a fake Russian actor. That's fake yeah, Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what if he was like just became like method? <laughs> that would be outrageous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would almost you'd have to I don't know. I thought he was Russian. I don't know. What the Oscars will do is probably some like sketch that's like cringy about like and they think that oh we solved the crisis. Yeah. And, Everyone's uh, just so pretentious. I hate it. <laughs> Go collect your gold statue and say thanks and get off stage. Yeah, that's okay. all should, or just talk thank your director your agent make, make it about people. the movies yeah, make it about, it about hey thanks to the director That's thank fine. you to the writers thank you for the crew That's what it's supposed to be yeah i'm turning you know why we watch movies to forget about all the bullshit going on in the world right stop constantly reminding us right it's not your place i don't need sean penn's opinion on the ukraine crisis no <laughs> i would like an opinion from joe biden that was co- coherent maybe yeah well you're not gonna get that <laughs> good luck <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> actually this is really funny yeah uh I mean, it's Fox News, so obviously you take it with a grain of salt. I was yeah. just like on, you know, I was running a mile, no big deal, while mm-hmm. I was on the road. Yeah. And they had the Fo- they had Fox News on one of the TVs, and the headlines kept saying, Joe Biden seems to say. But it was three different headlines <laughs> where it was like, we don't even really know what he's saying. Right. So it's like, Joe Biden seems to say we're going to roar. You know, you need a translator. It's like, what? The- <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy up. is just, you know, he's got dementia. I mean, call yeah. a spade a spade. Yeah, call a spade a spade. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, so we just wanted to circle back. Look, take it easy. It's all jokes. We stand with whoever you want us to stand We said we wanted with. peace. <laughs> yeah, we want peace. But, okay. We stand with peace. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it wouldn't be a very funny podcast if we were just uh, saying we want world peace. No, but we do. We do, but yeah. I'm saying, like, if we're not making jokes but about anything... That. Yeah, we, oh, I don't If we're just not, like, making jokes... You want to like, oh, you're comparing it to a Netflix special, and then... He, his show comes out on Netflix, so it's like we didn't get it hit the nail on the head, but we're pretty damn close. Pretty, pretty close. <laughs> so sorry. We're joking about how, like, you know, you know, corporations and whoever will just take advantage of anything, and they have no morals. That's exactly what. And happened. that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so, so get off our backs. <laughs> get off our backs. Um, anything else you want to say before we? Uh, I guess you know, come to Caroline's. Uh, come to Caroline's April fifth. April fifth. It's gonna be a great show. Hot show. Yeah, if you want to come, use code BRAMONTE, all caps, $10 tickets. You don't need to be able to say it because it's obviously very difficult. I yes. can't do it, but you just got to be able to spell it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if you do come, it would mean the world to me. I'll owe you for the rest of my life. Yep. 
and I'll never ask you to come to another show until there's another big one. So yeah, that's uh, that's a promise. So, but if you want to come, th- I would very much appreciate. Yeah, it. Yeah, we'd love to see you there. Yeah, April fifth at Caroline's promo code Bermate. And this is, I think this is probably the last pod. No, well, there'll be one more before the day. <laughs> that's soon. Yeah. Oh wow, that's like right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. So it's a week from. This will be released tomorrow. Yep. It'll be a week and a day from tomorrow. So there'll be one more. There'll be one more, but that'll be the day before. So, you know, you'll get your tickets, uh, get your before, tickets before then. Before they get sold out. Yeah, you know? for sure. They're selling like hotcakes. Yeah, so yeah. Grab them now. Right. Um, but that's our pod. Let us know what you think of the Oscars, and uh, we'll be back next week. Thanks a lot. Do less. Do less.